Are you ready to turbocharge your financial IQ? Hey friends, my name is Murray Miller and I want to welcome you and your family to the Family Business Podcast where every episode is designed to keep you focused and on track to live a life free of financial stress, worry and fear. Would you like to know the exact powerful money strategies that not only our immediate family has implemented, but also our extended family of thousands and thousands of people around the world? Well, then let's get on with it and let's begin building a financial wall around your family. All right. Welcome back, everyone. I'm excited today, as I usually am when I'm getting ready to... uh, to cut a new episode and this one is no exception so i i just want to say first off thank you thank you thank you for all of the feedback and new people that are listening to us for the first time this is great and that means that you guys that have been with me a while are sharing this information people are finding it and they're passing it on so i am just thrilled to see the audience growing and uh, the episode that I did on bank-owned life insurance was very popular and even more popular than that one was the most recent uh, episode that I did when we talked about the investor matrix and why I thought rich dad poor dad's cash flow quadrant needed to be updated so those were two good episodes got me back in the swing of things because I had a little bit of a hiatus there as most of you know um, where we were doing a lot of other things and podcasting just got put on the back burner for a little while and my goal now is to have a weekly podcast at least one a week and I've been keeping up with that for about a month and I'm going to keep going in that direction and today today is no exception because today I am going to be talking about a topic that three people had made inquiries on that don't know each other and they've all said the same thing what would you do Murray if you had to start over again and so I'm going to parlay that into an episode because I think that the underlying tones of these messages is what do I do right now you know it whether you're trying to level up your game or take it to the next level or you're just starting maybe starting over maybe you've gone through a relationship change maybe you've gone through some other something that set you back in your life to some extent and you want to figure out what do I have to do now depending on what station you're at in life and what your age is it's going to be different obviously but I can tell you what I would do and I think that you'll appreciate that. So if I had to start all over again and I had zero money to my name and I had no income and I just had to start, the first thing that I would do is, first of all, this is a, this is a very scary scenario for most people. And let's, let's assume that if you had no income and, and no savings, that you're in a place that you are motivated to make something happen and you don't want to settle. So one of the first things that I would do is I would open up my contacts on my phone or my database in my laptop and I would say, all right, let me start making a list. Maybe start with five or 10 people and just keep growing that list of people that either run a business or lead a team. Why? Because those people to me are influencers. Those people are the ones that are actually out there doing it. So those would be the first people I contact because I think I could help those people. So when I started to reach out to each of these people and I'd make a consistent effort to be reaching out to these people on a daily basis, I would be asking them if they had any problems in their business that they needed to solve. Like what were their three biggest problems in their business that they needed to solve? And I would listen. 
And if I heard something that I thought I could solve, like, for example, we need more sales or we need better team development or we need a cold calling system or we need more content or social engagement or personal development for our team, whatever that was, if I thought that something I could do, that I could help them with at the same time, I would start to engage with them on that level. So that's that's number one. Start to find the problems that you can solve for business owners and for team builders. That would work for me. What would work for you in your case? Do you have something, a skill set that you can offer to people that you feel you could eventually monetize into something that could become special? The second part of this is for people that don't necessarily have um, a skill set they feel that they can monetize or they're not comfortable in that area. For those people, I would do something different. And for me, it would be I would find a solid network marketing company and I would begin building a new team. Why? Because I know the power of being with the right company at the right time with the right product that you can bring to the market and how you can build a team with that. And being on a team, a community that supports you, how important that is. So now, with those two things in mind, I've got two business streams started, two business income streams started that I know that I can build on. And here's the best part about both of those things. They cost no money to start, or very little money, I should say, in the case of maybe you want to just, you know, if you don't have a laptop or if you don't have a, a phone, which is unusual, something, you have to have some mode of being able to communicate and get on the internet and make phone calls. The third thing that I would do is I would set up a system of duplication, especially for the network marketing business. I would need a system to get that business into momentum. And with the business owners, I would be, of course, asking them if I could get hired to solve the problems that I know that I could handle. And once I do that with the business owners, I know that I can eventually when it starts to create more revenue and I become more in demand, I could hire people to help me with that, that I could train and I could start building a team and I could have a business flow problem, problem solving for businesses, as well as building a team in a network marketing company and helping that get into momentum. And, and, and these things take time. They don't happen overnight. But if you follow the cash flow quadrant that I talked about in the last one, that is how you simply are going from a small business to a, to a bigger business to a more leveraged business where you can get into a situation where you have a residual income. And I guess the moral of the story here is that you don't need to invest your way to wealth in this particular case. You're working your way there. And then once you get there, you're going to let your wealth do the work for you. So if you don't have a skill to start this journey over again and, you know, or for the first time, then consider some of the ideas that I'm going to lay out for you in just the next few minutes. I think all of these ideas that I have for you today are tied into online businesses. And the reason for that is I'm assuming going back to the beginning of when I started this episode, you have no money. You have no savings, you have no cash flow, you have nothing that you can spend on this business. So you need a business that has a lot of, um, excuse me, very low startup costs and, and very low risk. And so that way, I think 
you don't want to get into something that has to do with real estate or maybe a storefront or any kind of brick and mortar business that typically requires a physical presence or an inventory in order to get it started. They, they tend to have larger startup costs. They may even require to, for you to take out a loan or, uh, you know, find an investor or, you know, well, these are the things that I want you to avoid if you're starting with a very low budget which is what most people are doing when they're when they're starting a business. Most people aren't clump, uh, you know, lumping down, you know, a hundred thousand dollars, five hundred thousand dollars, a million dollars to get a business started. And those that do, there's a lot of risk involved in that. And obviously, these people have to understand that there is a learning curve for most people if they hadn't done it before. Once you have a system down, it becomes completely different. And then if you want to invest into, you know, brick and mortar businesses, you want to, you know, invest in a car wash or laundromat or something that actually can create residual income and you don't have to be there, even vending machines, these are all things that require upfront capital, but can eventually turn into a nice income stream that is easy to manage. And we're always talking about residual income on this podcast, so today is no different. Keep in mind that while you are building the skill set necessary to get off the ground and have success with any of the ideas that I'm about to lay out for you, I think that you need to be working on yourself as well. Personal development is huge. As the great Jim Rohn always says, you know, it's always important to be working harder on yourself than it is on your business. Why? Because I believe it's true that we all will eventually hit a ceiling on our earnings based on our own personal psychology around money, our own money mindset. So keep that in mind. I'm a big believer in that. I know uh, my wife, Susan, is a big believer in that. My daughter, Chelsea, is a huge believer in that. So we always want to raise the bar when it comes to your own self-talk about money. You have to develop and maintain that mindset of someone that is driven and excited and passionate and someone that can deal with adversity and delayed gratification. So that being said, let's dive into some of the suggestions that I have for you as far as getting your finances to the next level. First off, you want to cultivate a high income skill set. Now, this is going to be personal to you and your personality and your current skill sets that you have now and what you feel most comfortable with. Um, but if it was me, if I was starting from zero, I would want to cultivate um, awesome speaking skills, um, whether it's from my podcast or speaking on stages. Um, I would want to develop my sales ability. You know, high commission sales is, you know, a place where people can become very, very successful and make millions of dollars. Or coaching or team building. These are some of the areas that I'm more comfortable in. You need to find skill sets that will allow you to grow and scale, most importantly, your income. So you start off linear and then you can turn it into a leveraged income. Number two, choose a niche. Okay, so um, to help you with this, I want you to picture in your mind's eye that you're walking into a giant Barnes and Noble, you know, bricks and mortar, the stores that you can actually walk in and pick up a book and actually physically feel it and read it. Um, as you walk into this store, what do you see? If you look up, you're going to see categories or sections. For example, it could be uh, a section on relationships or fashion or computers or food or self-help or you know, all these different categories, and you have to find which one of those categories feeds your soul, something that you're going to get passionate and stay passionate about. And you dive in 100%. Don't even second guess yourself for a second. 
if it feels right, you're going to be fine. And you just have to, you know, you just have to know that in your heart of hearts. So that's number two, is choose a niche. Number three is building your brand. And when I say building your brand, I'm not talking about, you know, um, developing a logo and a company name that, that, that comes down the road and may or may not be necessary. But eventually, um, you'll do something like that. What I'm talking about right now is where you are at in the present. You know, people are going to buy you long before they buy a product or service from you or anything. To be honest, they need to know you're committed. They need to believe in you. They need to believe in your passion and your knowledge and your commitment. And they can believe that based on your social media. They can believe that based on calls they have with you, based on uh, you know face-to-face meetings they have with you. It comes across. So you have to be able to make sure that you understand that you are 100% in. You don't have a toe in the water. You are you're in. You know you dove in and you're fully submerged. That's number three. The fourth thing is you need to create content. Now, content creators make money. Content consumers spend money, typically. So you need to learn, then you need to consume, then you need to communicate this in your own voice. So if you're scrolling on TikTok or Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or whatever it is that you is your social media choice, you are a consumer. If you're not adding value and adding content, I think that a lot of you know this already, but you have to get more determined in your content creation. Build relationships, add value, you know, that know, like, and trust factor that we all go for when we're in the online world. This will tell people who you are. It'll tell them what you can do, what you what you are committed to do. So, you know, perhaps you can share things like, you know, classes that you've taken or events that you've attended or, um, you know, books that you've read, things of that nature. You can share that stuff online that gives value to people so that they're following you, not just to buy something from you, but they feel that, you know, you're, you're singing to their soul. You know, that's very, very important for people to understand that, uh, you know, it's, it's not just what you sell, it's who you are. And if you've done all four of those things, you've created and cultivated a high income skill, you've chosen a niche, you're building your brand, you're creating content, then and only then do you monetize. And what I mean by that is you can start to show people if they pay you or if they join you that you can actually make money from that. Doing network marketing or even affiliate marketing, you can you, you it's the same set of values that you're trying to create out there. So if you're promoting a product, um, you, hopefully you relate to that product 100%. If it's a product that you can use, you're using it yourself. And that is, you know, um, being authentic. That is being real with people that this is something that you feel strongly about. And that will get you to the place that you need to be as far as being able to monetize. And finally, if you're at that point, you can coach people. So whether you're in a business where you're hiring people to help you with whatever it is that you do, or you're in a network marketing company like um, Isogenics, the one that my wife and I and Chelsea are in, that is just feeding you know the whole persona of who we are and how we live, that part, that value add in your network marketing business, or if you're in a fee-only business, that is the source of your revenue, is your belief in it and your ability to be able to convey that to other people. So you can even go as far as creating online courses, 
um, with your program or your opportunity in, in the case of a network marketing company. So um, those are the things that I think would give you enough background on how to get this thing started again or to get it to the next level or to really take it to a place that you've never been before. Follow those steps. You know, as we close today, uh, you know, my, my goal is always to strike a chord within you that helps you create a successful and more profitable business. And, and doing it from scratch at any time is possible. It doesn't matter where you are now. It matters where you're going, right? And, and enjoy the journey while you're going there. Just make sure you're on the right track and you've got these, the, these few things that I've, you know, explained to you today that can help you get there. So you just need to stop telling yourself that it's hard or that you don't know where to begin. Any, any of that BS that is holding you back, you just need to get rid of it. Um, my wife, Susan, and uh, my daughter, Chelsea, and I love mentoring positive people. And that's the key word there is positive, that you can always reach out to me at any time or my family, and we can help you get started on your journey, wherever it may be, wherever it takes you. And with that, I am very excited that I was able to uh, to take care of this episode today because of uh, the people that were asking about it. I hope it helps you. I hope you share it with other people. And as always, I look forward to seeing you next time on the other side. Take care. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Family Business Podcast. If you'd like to learn more about how you can join our growing family and begin implementing the success principles to building a financial wall around your family, you can go to thefamilybusiness.info forward slash call and you can schedule a call with us because we have saved a spot at the table for you. If you enjoyed today's podcast, be sure to subscribe and share this podcast with your family and the people that you care about. And we would love it if you would take a second to give us a five-star review to help future family members just like you find us. I leave you with this. In life, you don't get what you deserve. You get what you believe, plan, and expect. Let's do this.